We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm your host today, Jared Timms, and I'm joined alongside my co-host, my partner in crime, Nate Green. Nate, welcome to the long day of day three of drafting. That sounded weird, but we're going to talk about it. How you doing? Yep. I'm doing well. How about you? Uh, draft's finally over, but there were, uh, it's time to get going. It's time to break these guys down. It's time to get these guys signed and we'll see what happens. So yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Who are you bring? Who, who are they warming up over there? I don't know. <laughs> I wish I knew. Yeah. All right. All right. No, I'm excited. Uh, it's a long day of draft coverage for sure. Um, shout out to uh, everybody that's, uh, you know, helped along the way with that. We're going to bring in a little bit of, you know, angels talk here. We'll talk 11 around 11 through 20 today. Um, I don't know. Do, do you want to give your initial thought? Do you have any initial thought? What do you, what do you got here on day three? I I know you, you like what they've done here on day three. I'm, I'm still not sold on this draft. Um, it's still, I, I'm not going to give my, my final letter grade right now i'm still not sold there are some interesting guys and we'll see but let, let's just get to talking i know there's some some guys that people are going to want to hear about so yeah absolutely before we get going here let's just break down the entire draft as it was for the angels they drafted zero catchers four first baseman third basements three shortstop second basements uh, three outfielders eight right-handed pitchers and a left-handed pitcher they went 15 uh ncaa college kids they went one juco kid and three high school kids which we will talk about each and every single one of those high school kids today i think they were all um today as well no, only two mind. yeah just two of them just two of them but talked uh, about one yesterday yeah we did um but really interesting draft that's all that's that's kind of where i'll leave it right now very interesting i'm intrigued um probably one of my favorite words to say when it comes to perry and staff i'm intrigued with what they did here um I, i'm not sold on it either nate i'll tell you that but I'm intrigued, especially uh, w- with a couple of these names here. So let's go ahead and start it on off in the 11th round. This is the third year in a row that the Angels have taken a high schooler in the 11th round. This one comes of the non-ranked variety when it comes to MLB pipeline. But you take that for what it's worth because that is just someone's personal opinion. They went John Weimer, a shortstop out of Rock Hill High School, South Carolina, 6'1", 170. Uh, a little bit of a scouting report on him. Pretty athletic kid. Um, I think there's a good chance, decent chance he stays at shortstop. Um, decent swing, I'll say that. Some some pretty good bat speed there as well. Uh, the ability to get a little bit bigger for sure. 
Um, he is committed to, I can't think of the name. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. I can't, uh, I, I can see it. Citadel? Is that a, is that a, is that a? Yes. Citadel. Yeah, that's where he's committed to. If that's if that is actually a college, but it uh, is the Citadel. The Citadel. That's where he's committed to. Um, not not the flashiest of picks by any means. This is probably going to be a little bit of an over slot here. Um, and guys, just remember on day three of the MLB draft, anybody who gets above one hundred twenty five thousand dollars. I believe is the figure there. I'm 99% sure it's $125,000. Anybody who gets above that $125,000, that goes towards the slot value if it's above 125. So whatever the dollar figure figure is above that 125, um, if that makes sense for everybody. So if somebody gets paid 150, 25,000 goes towards uh, the slot um, picks on that first through. Uh, 10 picks for the angels. So um, this is a kid that's probably going to get a little bit of an overslot here. I'm not exactly sure how much I would assume uh, in between, you know, the probably pretty close to 500,000 would, would be the spot that I think he probably gets there. Um, so yeah, Nate, you got, uh, you got anything here? I know not a lot is written up on him. I was yeah, no, swing, not but... a lot written up on him. Um, one of the best players in South Carolina for, from the high school perspective, I think he was the, number one shortstop in the state of South Carolina this year. Um, shouldn't be too tough of a sign, but we'll see. Um, not going to Citadel, I don't think. If he's going to a bigger school, 
Yeah, um, exactly. So. That was kind of my thought too. That's why I thought that this would be a pretty easy sign. I, I don't know where he's going to be number wise. I know you said 500 K we'll see. It's going to be, I, I think he signs relatively quick though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do think so as well. So um, again, not a lot there on the angels 11th round pick John Weimer, but uh, again, uh high upside on, on a pick like that when you're taking somebody out of high school Um and again, and, and from a state, South Carolina, they produce a lot of a lot of good players. You know, you get the South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia area over there. Um, you, you get a lot of pretty good talent uh, in that range. And to see somebody as one of the top position players uh, out of the state, it definitely definitely worth taking a chance there. And surprised that he wasn't on a pipeline's board. But uh, regardless, it might end up being a, a pretty decent pick for the Angels there. So let's move on to the twelfth round pick. Um, the Angels took Sam Brown out of Washington State, Pacific Northwest, first baseman, lefty, lefty, a junior, 6'2", 218. I got a little bit on him here for you. Um, can pick it at first base a little bit, pretty athletic. Uh, can definitely swing it as well. Hits for a little bit of power. Um, had a good year at Washington as well. That's something that I think we're going to see a lot, a decent chunk of is those performing, um, the number-based guys, uh, the performers in college. And this was one of those guys who uh, who did it there. So, um, Nate, you got anything here on Sam Brown? Not not as much power as you would like to see. Another big kid. Uh, very very typical Perry pick when you look at big physical kid. I know I say that a lot, but if you look at it, this is kind of the route he likes to go. Guys who have put up good numbers in college that are big, physical, and, and can hit the ball of the yard. I just. Uh, hopefully you can see a little bit more power out of him, but he, he did have a good year at Washington state. Um, strikeout, not super high. The walks weren't super high either though. So that's one thing to look at. Uh, another, another guy coming from another, from, uh, transferring. So first was at Portland and then ended up at Washington state again, not a huge, uh, red flag for me when you're going from non-power five to power five. But um, just another interesting thing to to see. I think that's going to be a trend going forward, especially with the transfer portal and things like that. But just figured I'd bring it up just because it feels like there's a lot of those guys. Oh, I wonder what the uh, the percentage is, by the way, because there there have been quite a few guys that the Angels have picked um, that you know are or were going to uh, different schools, including the Angels' 13th round pick here, Riley Bauman, who went to Abilene. Christian University there in Texas, a right-handed pitcher, six foot one eighty-one. He was actually in the transfer portal, committed to TCU. Um, so going to another Power Five conference there, not too shabby by any means. Uh, mid to upper nineties here throws a couple of um, different pitches. He's got the slider, the curveball that kind of come together a little bit, and then he's got the changeup as well. I would assume four pitch mixed. You probably see him uh, as a starter. 13th round has been a very interesting spot for the Angels. I believe Chase Silseth was the Angels' 13th rounder. I thought he was 11. 11th? Okay. Sounds like I said, though. This is one of those picks that could be a quick mover. We might see him in double A. Uh, you, you got the high velocity here, and you have four pitches. You can, you know, I would assume it's a stuff plus thing here as well. Um, I don't have any numbers on on him, but when you get the uh, the mid to upper 90s guy, that's uh, that's kind of what you're hoping for. So we will see where this takes them. Uh, I think he's coming off injury, honestly. Yes, no, no, he he is. He had he had TJ in 2022. So yeah, he's not definitely coming off injury. Yeah. Regardless, that's though, to bring up. that's you, why there's no numbers to find. He he only threw, yeah. uh, I think, 
I think it was like one inning in 2022 or a couple innings in 2022, if yep. I remember correctly. Uh, let me let me check that one more time. It was. I mean, regardless, though, yes, coming off three top, and a third. Yeah, coming yeah. off Tommy John for sure. Um, so at this, point, I that's gonna. I think that's a harder sign than people think. Um, coming off TCU, TJ, well, and, and you and you're going to TCU. He could easily think, uh, I get more money. I get drafted higher next year. I think that's a sneaky tough pick. Um, yep. s- sneaky tough sign. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm in, I'm in agreement there with you on that, um, for sure. I, we said this about a lot of guys, though. You know, the Chase Silsess, the Victor Medeiros. This day three, we think it's a, it's a tough sign. When realistically, it ends up not being all that tough of a sign. You give a guy, you know, one seventy five, two hundred thousand, and they end up, they end up signing, um, just you know, slight over slots there on, uh, on a lot of these guys. So a very interesting arm, somebody to keep an eye on as long as the angels, uh, do indeed in fact sign them. So let's get on to the 14th round pick here. A familiar name, Zach Joyce, a right-handed pitcher out of Tennessee friend of the show's brother, Ben Joyce. Yep. That's we're talking about. What's up? Twin brother. Twin brother. Yep. That, uh, that as well. Um, big arm here, mid to upper nineties, not, and we got to say this now, he is not Ben Joyce. That is, is is that fair to say? Not yes. enjoyed. Yes, Regardless, his throws harder. Yeah, mid to upper nineties for sure. So you still get the power arm. Very similar pitching style because uh, they do train together and they do throw together. It's a very similar pitching style, but not Ben Joyce. Don't expect him to be Ben Joyce. Still, it's fun to have. Uh, still fun to have a brother here on this side of stuff and and a reliever. But there yeah. is a chance that he starts as well. I believe. I think he did get some starts. Um, I could be wrong. I thought I saw starter at some, at some point, but uh, no. did take a couple of years off uh, from baseball. I know we talked. I, I believe we talked yeah. a bit about it. Yeah. Um, and that, that's this is this is a pretty cool story, especially if we see him continue to grow and get better. Um, he's got it in his blood. Um, so yeah, you got anything here on Zach? I know talking to Ben. I I, I love talking with Ben. It was it was a blast. Yeah. Super so. super fun. And this was one of the guys I figured a lot of people would be excited about hearing. Um, didn't throw too much this year coming back from, uh, some personal issues where, where he took some time off, but he pitched in 13 games for 10 innings pitched. So Tennessee, obviously one of the top teams in the country with a big recruiting class, things like that. It's going to be tough for him to get some innings, but like we said, he throws hard, um, could be something there as long as the slider is good and fastballs upper nines like mid to upper nines so there's definitely something there but reliever for sure yep yeah absolutely i know there's there's also mention of ben joyce possibly starting so um that i shut that one down real quick i was like i just throw him in the pen let him go do his thing um Mm -hmm. but ben joyce starting would be kind of a lot of fun i know they tried to tried uh, jordan hicks to do it as well so uh let's move on to the angels 15th rounder a fun fun name another fun one here caleb ketchup to go along with trey cabbage um, got a lot of those jokes on social media today. Shortstop junior out of Lipscomb University, a little bit of a smaller school there. 5'10, 160, a little bit of a smaller kid here. Very athletic, a little bit of thump in the bat, though he's a little bit smaller. Can steal some bases, play some pretty good defense. Probably move him around the diamond a little bit as well. Probably plays a little bit of third base, can play a little bit of second base. Um, very versatile. It'll be interesting to see if they sign a kid like this. I don't know if he was in the transfer portal or anything like that. But if, and again, another very interesting name. Um, 
rough first half of the season when you look at the stats there at Lipscomb, but really got hot later on. It was only a 250 hitter. Um, I believe he still hit double digit home runs, had double digit stolen bases. Nate, what do we got here? How you feeling? Uh, did he have the double digit stolen bases? Yes, he did. 17 bombs, 31 bags. Um, a lot of swing and miss. That's going to be the one, one issue. Um, didn't hit that well, like you mentioned. Only two years at Lipscomb, so transfer portal wouldn't shock me with him um, because he does have two more years of eligibility. Again, I, I've always thought that the more years of eligibility they have, the harder it is to sign them, especially the later you draft them. Um, but because he's at Lipscomb, which is a, a smaller Division One, which you know one of the Division Ones that um, we would have played at SEMO, this is. We'll see. I, I think they probably sign him. Um, interesting, like you mentioned, but big swing and miss. That's going to be the one the one thing you're going to have to worry about is is can he make contact on a regular basis? If he can do that, you know, there's some interesting things. 31 bags, 17 bombs. Like that's those are some fun numbers, especially if he can continue to uh, to put bat on ball and 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 hit well. So. That's the one thing about him is can he not strike out? Yeah, and anytime you can get an upside athlete, I'm all for it, especially late in the draft like this. As long as they can sign him, I would assume they they the Angels do have a pretty decent chance at signing him. Um, they have a lot of money, most likely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think you have a decent amount of money um, to sign a lot of these uh, high upside kids. And another one that you're probably going to have to overslot here is going to be um, the Angels' 16th rounder is Rio Foster, six three two zero five out of Florence, Darlington Tech. The only Juco kid that they picked, he's an outfielder. Um, it's I, I'm excited. I'm very excited for this. This is a high upside athlete. Nate, a lot of our listeners, probably all our listeners, aren't gonna aren't gonna understand this comp. He reminds me of Jacob Scavuzzo a little bit. Oh uh, wow! He he like the athlete, the athleticism. Jacob Scavuzzo is the best one of the best athletes I've ever seen in my life. By the way. Um, for very similar wanted. size, actually. When yeah, exactly. That's screen, why I saw it. I saw the size, and I was ten. Scavuzzo is pretty yep. close to that. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I saw the size, and I was like, I think actually Scavuzzo got drafted at probably close to this, in the sixteenth round um, as well um, to the Dodgers too. So I mean, you can you can look that up. But um, he was. Never, I'll look that up. For he, he, I think it was a little bit later. I think he was like twenty sixth. But uh, regardless, I think it's very similar to Jacob Scavuzzo, an outfielder, extremely athletic. Um, can pl- can play all three outfield positions. Has a really good arm. Um, hits for some power. Very very nice swing. Um, again, love the size. Love the ath- athleticism. Love the speed. Uh, I, I, as as long as the Angels can sign him, the Angels did this last year. They went they went the JUCO route with a couple guys. They missed out on uh, saving Cabellos, um, who was one of the uh, one of the top guys, one, a top three round pick this year. Um, yep. So big player at Oregon. Yeah, yeah, very good player. Actually, uh, one of the top players in the Pac-12 as well. So, um, yeah, if the Angels can Angels can sign this guy away from uh, from going to a Division One school because you know he will be at some point. I think that um, I think that they have quite a talented player here. Um, I don't know if you Scoop is a one twenty first, by the way. I just checked it. Um, at high school too. Yes, uh, the only issue with him, he's old. Like this is a this is an old JUCO guy. He's twenty years old. Uh, just turned 20 a couple days ago, so happy birthday to him. But uh, yeah, that that's the one thing that's going to be uh, last month. But yeah, I thought it was I thought it was seven seven. But we'll get to the seven seven guy here in a second, man. Oh oh oh, I'm I'm early on this, but yeah, yeah I'm I'm thinking of the other guy. Sorry, 
but yeah, a little bit older kid um, coming out of junior college. Um, so that's the one one thing that's going to be the the tough thing for him. But yeah, another Stop. interesting piece. Yeah, Stop. big size, Stop. physical, physical. Can hit isn't power. that like the typical? Yeah, big size, physical power home. But it, but it's worked though. The Angel. I mean, I would. You can't say they produced it at the major league level yet. But you look at guys like you know, quick mover Tucker Flint. He's you know been struggling a little bit and and Tri City. Joe Stewart, uh, friend of the show, extremely athletic, um, big kid. Mike Peabody, who they signed. I, I always like Mike Peabody, UCI kid. There. Um, the, the Angels have done this a lot. You know, they signed those big um, Gabe Matthews type, Matt Kootenay type of guy, Dylan Phillips. Um, I know Phillips is pitching a lot more than he's hitting right now, but the big athletic, um, power type of guys, uh, and, and, you know, it, it's, it's nice to see. It's refreshing to see a lot of times. I, I noticed this a lot. The angels went the smaller route, you know, um, with a lot of these picks, uh, in, in the past, which wasn't a bad thing, but it's always good to see, you know, big physical guys, those guys that have pro bodies in a sense so yeah i'm excited this is one of the more exciting picks um that the angels have had especially in the 16th round as long as they can sign them so let's go ahead and move on to i'm gonna say this might be okay with rio foster logan Britt here in the 17th round out of out of albaline christian um as well um right-handed they call him a right-handed pitcher has only pitched one inning in, in his career uh, in his college career, by the Can way, you call it an inning, a third of an inning. That's, 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 that's crazy that, that he, I don't think he, that. I don't, I don't think he got an out. Yeah. Uh, regardless, back to what I was saying though, between uh, Rio Foster, Angel 16th rounder, the 17th rounder and um, don't, or uh, Rowdy Rodriguez, who we'll talk about here in the 19th round, very, very interesting picks and very intriguing. If, if these are all correct as well. Um, but yeah, Lo- Logan Britt, Right-handed pitcher, six-five, big kid. Angels must have seen something. I, I don't, I don't know what was not a performer. Went to Texas A&M, transferred back to a smaller school in Abilene Christian. Um, had a pretty decent year hitting-wise there. Uh, hit for some power, stole some bases. Drafted him as a pitcher, which is very interesting. So he must have an absolute cannon of an arm. Um, however, this is not. You know what? This kind of reminds me of the Chap- Chapman University turned um a third baseman into uh, a pitcher a couple years ago went in the top three rounds yeah and um, then traded for connor joe last year if i remember correctly correct yep so one of those one of these you, you get where i'm going there it's, it's it, this isn't an uncommon story where something like this happens um but also it's not common by by any means either so except for the one thing about the chapman kid the chapman kid pitched all year all year he like, did he, he, he like pitched he earned a top his, three round and That's dominated yeah. at Chapman his last year. Yeah, it's not good. like he, uh, he so, pitched one, t- one inning and everyone was like, Oh, we're taking this guy in the third round. No, like that. No, that dude was pretty much lights out division three. And yeah. So, so with that, look, with that being said, no report on this guy, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if anybody's going to have a report on him. I, uh, I'll reach out and try to figure this out, but there isn't, going to be really any reports on him pitching wise um other than he can hit so that makes him a bit of an athlete i'd say you know we see the stolen bases you can you can make some assumptions when you see a kid stealing some bases playing the outfield um and hitting some home runs as a as a college player and then all of a sudden becomes a pitcher so um let's throw really really hard which perfect game perfect game has him at 90 in 2017 
So he's probably a junior. What's the, what's the size? Did they give him size there? Uh, I have him listed at 6'5", 208. Okay, so he's 6'5", 222. Probably added on a little bit of weight. He could be 95 plus. I, we don't know for sure. I'm, nope. I'm just telling you what I see. Perfect game 10, which is, you know, important. Yep. You know, really, really important because all we care about are 10s. But <laughs> Yep. So let's go ahead and move on to these last three picks here. 18th round, the Angels take Dalton Kendrick uh, out at the University of Memphis, left-handed pitcher. The only left-handed pitcher that they took. Another big kid here, size-wise, 6'5", 250-pound lefty. Uh, not, I don't have any report on him, so I'm not going to say he throws hard, but at 6'5", 250, you'd assume he has a little bit of velo. Was uh, University of Memphis's closer last year. Nate, you got anything you want want to say on this one? You, so you admit closers are good. Uh, I said closers usually got to throw hard. Throw hard or throw uh, strikes, one or the other. Which, yeah, it looked like he did throw strikes this year. Uh, another big kid, another thing that we – that I you're just going to look at the theme of what Perry drafts, and it's all all big physical kids. So um, pretty good pitcher for Memphis, had a, had a good year. Um, we'll, we'll see. Lefty, huge, huge kid. So we'll see, like – if the Velo's there. Yep. Let's move on to the Angels 19th rounder here. The Angels took Rowdy Rodriguez out of Georgia Premier Academy. Uh, outfielder, six foot 190. Interesting one here. Just turned 20 years old, which gives me a slight bit of hope that you sign a 19th round high school kid here. It's probably going to be a bit of an overslot. I saw that he was committed to South Carolina. I also saw that he wasn't committed. If he's not committed, that's a very good thing for the Angels. If he is committed, he might be going to South Carolina. Regardless, I believe he becomes draft he becomes draft eligible next year anyways if he goes to South Carolina. So this might be the one guy that I'd expect them not He's to sign. He's going to South Carolina. Is he still committed to South Carolina? I would assume yes. they don't sign him. However, you get a kid that's turning 20 years old and going into his first year of college out of the Dominican. It's another very interesting. He's an athletic kid. freak, 6'5", 60, throws, yeah. like, throws a ball 95 from the outfield. Yes. Uh, Stupid good bat view- speed. Exit yeah. Velo over 94. Like, yeah, this kid is an athletic freak. Yep. Yeah, so you hope the Angels sign him. However, I, I don't think they do. Um, I have a feeling that they they tried to get this kid in the 11th, um, and probably the dollar figure wasn't there. He's asking for a little bit more, so they went back and ended up getting Weimer. Regardless, this is kind of that charity pick type of thing. I could totally be wrong. I don't see them signing uh, Rowdy Rodriguez. Um, but somebody to keep an eye on for in future drafts if they if they don't sign him. But I definitely hope they do. So let's get on to the Angels' 20th round pick before we give our, our final thoughts, final grades on this year's draft. Angels take Matt Kroski, uh, shortstop out of Oral Roberts, 6'1", 180, fifth-year senior there. Um, performed there for two years. Um, that's all I got. Uh, college performer. Yeah. College performer. Yeah. College performer, <laughs> um, exactly. I love. I by the way, love taking the the uh, the senior middle infielders. It always shows a bit of a. Um, I think it shows a bit of leadership um, on that side of stuff. They bring uh, that leadership to the table. They bring the just pure drive to want to play baseball, especially you know, <laughs> playing as a senior. You know, going late in the draft, um, someone to not expect a lot out of, but uh, y- you never know um, by any means there. So, uh, Nate, before we let everybody go, you want to uh, give your draft grade yeah i i'm sticking at a c honestly i i think that that's there's some interesting names obviously but 
there's just not a lot of wow in this draft for me. I think it's a lot of um, corner guys with some pop and and things like that. A lot of a lot of swing and miss as you as you move on down the board. Uh, a lot of pitchers that possibly throw hard, and you know some guys that don't really that didn't pitch too much this year. So, um, yeah, I, I got to stay with my C grade. I don't think they really did anything to to wow me today. Yeah, I thought they had a better um, a better day three last year. It comes down to and the guys that are wow guys, in my opinion, the guys that could be impact bats at the major league level. Um, what is John Weimer, the eleventh rounder? Assuming you mm-hmm. sign him. Um, the 13th rounder, Riley Bowman or Bauman. Um, it'll be interesting to see what he brings to the table. The 16th rounder, Rio, uh, Rio Foster is another interesting name. And then the 17th rounder, Logan, Logan Britt, um, is a, uh, is a very interesting name as well. So I'm going to actually, I was a B minus yesterday. If they sign and the big name for me, for them signing is if they sign Rio Foster, I give them a B because I think Rio Foster has a chance to be, I don't know, not a legit major leaguer, but he has a chance to be a major leaguer and to find a major leaguer in the 16th round, pretty, uh, you know, pr- pretty solid, especially position player wise. Um, I also say my B goes up. If we see Riley Bauman, um, the angels 13th rounder be decent and they sign him. Um, so at the moment, I'm going to keep a B minus. I, I like what they did on day one. However, it could move its way up to a B, um, depending on if they sign a couple of these guys, especially and especially Rowdy Rodriguez. If they find a way to sign Rowdy Rodriguez too, that's a that this is a pretty good pretty good haul of athletes for them. I, I I can't say that that it's a wild draft, but it's a decent haul of athletes with uh, some some pretty decent upside. Yeah, it's hard too, especially when you look around the league and you look at what like Cincinnati did. You look at what Arizona did and obviously what Pittsburgh and Washington did. And you're just like, Ooh. It, it's not as wow as what they've done. And that's when you're drafting near the top of the first round, top half of the first round, you, you want to see a little bit more. Wow. That's for me at least. And so that's, that's why I have it at a C there's some interesting names, but I think there's a lot of projects in this. And again, I talked about this yesterday you're in a spot where you've got to be able to compete. You can't be taking a lot of projects. You got to be taking guys that are more refined and quick to the bigs and quick uh, movers. And I I just think there's a lot of projects in this thing. Yeah. And the angels haven't developed all that well, uh, minus the pitching side of stuff. They've done a good job of scouting pitching. And I know you question that, but uh... I I do question it because every guy that pitches in at a big, college right now could make it to the major leagues as a reliever and just be able to pitch a couple innings here and there. Like Victor Medeiros was in, in college baseball a year ago and he's on a major league roster. Did the angels have to do anything to him? No, that that dude was ready to go. Ben Joyce, same thing. Like you didn't have to do anything to Ben Joyce. All you had to do was say, Hey, guess what? Here's a major league uniform, go pitch. So, like, I, I'm not a huge fan of saying that they've really developed guys. And then you look at some of the other guys, and it's like, okay, this guy was a starter in college. Now he's a reliever. Uh, you didn't really develop him. All you did was you, you got him to the bigs, and I don't know. So I, I'm not a huge fan of, of the development that's happened with the Angels because I think that it, it could and should be better. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm in agreement with there with you. So we'll see how this works. 
Um, see how it goes. So, uh, as always, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Let us know what your draft grades are for the Angels. Let us know if there's anybody that sticks out to you. Um, stick around for uh, some um, some undrafted free agents. The Angels are already starting to pull some of those guys, and I already see three of them on the board. So um, we'll see kind of how that side of stuff plays out as well. They've done a decent job of that undrafted signee um, side of stuff. So, um, guys, as always, thank you so much for listening. Go ahead and follow us on all our social medias, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can follow myself on Twitter, Jared underscore Tim's Nate at Nate 34 guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day.